Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well. We're going to give a quick shout out to Stone Mountain, Georgia. All right. We're so new listeners. We're so excited to have you. Thanks for listening and sharing. Have you been to Stone Mountain? I have many years ago, and it was yeah. uh, it was nice. It's a it's. Yeah. I don't know how they did the the sculpting and into the mountain. It was right. pretty awesome. Um, I'm yeah. scared of heights, so I was pretty scared on top. But it was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, I've always wanted to go, but I have not. So maybe we can go someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another road trip. Oh. Another road trip. All right. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. All right. I'm just waiting with bated breath for what kind of jokes you have today. Who in the Bible knew the most people? Uh, Noah? Nope. (laughs) Abraham knew a lot. Oh, my word. Lots, new a lot. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, All right. Wow. I got another great joke. You ready? Okay. How did Joseph make his coffee? I have no idea. He brewed it. Oh, wow. Is that pretty good? That's awful. Okay. Let's go on to the facts. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, so umbrellas, they have been around in some form since 500 BC, but when they were first uh, uh, made or whatever, they were only used by women. Really? Yes, so I guess the men got wet and the women did not. Interesting. All right, umbrellas kind of get on my nerves, though, don't they? (laughs) I I just man it. Yeah, means yeah. I like. I mean, I will use them once in a while, but most of the time, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to get wet anyway. <laughs> All right. So, vacuum cleaners were once horse-drawn. <laughs> really? The horse-drawn buggy would announce to all your neighbors uh, that you were having, that doesn't make sense, that you were having a special treatment done. Great advertising. So, okay. So knowing that you had horse in front of your house, everybody would know that you were getting your floors vacuumed. That's all right. All right. Okay. That would be really awkward. Wouldn't the horse leave some gifts? Well, that's what I was sitting here thinking, why that would be really awkward. I mean... I don't think I would want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I would use a good old broom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So t- let's say our topic. We got another marriage topic, right? Yes. I think one of the big, lo- biggest threats in a marriage is losing a teachable heart. Mm. You know, true. Jesus talked a lot about a teachable heart. Mm. And, you know, he said, let the little children come to me for such is the kingdom of God. Children are teachable. They're moldable. And, you know, he tells his disciples, hey, be like these children. Right. Be teachable. Have faith. Mm. Uh, Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Mm. You know, a lot of us try to prevent a heart attack, right? Well, yes, exercise, eating right, yeah. things like that. Yep. Because if the heart dies, you die, and it's important to have a teachable heart. An sure. unteachable heart in the context of marriage typically refers to a person who's unwilling or resistant to learning, growing, adapting within their marriage. 
And this attitude can really have significant uh, negative effects on marriage. And so, you know, I want to talk to you about some ways, some examples of an unteachable heart and how it can impact the marriage. Okay, let's do it. The first one is communication breakdown. Effective communication is crucial, it's pivotal in any marriage. An unteachable heart often leads to poor communication because the individual may be unwilling to listen, understand, and compromise during conflict discussions. And this results in misunderstandings and unresolved issues. Mm. Yeah, I think we've had throughout the years, uh, you know, some of that communication breakdown. But a a lot of times it's because we're rushed. Retired. Right. Um, and I also, I'm going to be humble here and admit, sometimes it's pride. Right? Well, I, I will admit the same thing because, oh, I've, I've, yeah, 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 I've been known to be prideful as well. But yeah, you need, you need to be teachable. I agree because in that communication piece, so, so important. You need to be having communication just at least for a few minutes each day and then have, you know, try to plan dates so you can have more communication and such. Because if you're not communicating, you're, I mean. We cannot not communicate. We're either communicating well or we're not doing well. That's very true. We're either communicating health in a healthy manner or we're not communicating in a healthy manner. Correct. And I think that, you know, learning to listen understand and validate is pivotal to us to having a strong marriage. Yes, definitely. And that listening, you know, so many times we've talked about this, you're listening and you're hearing, you're not thinking about what you're going to say because you want to be able to validate the person. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking about what you're going to say, there's no way you can validate what they're saying. And that goes, goes back to pride. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I think another consequence of, of uh, unteachable heart is a lack of growth. Mm. A successful marriage involves personal growth, development of both, both spouses. True. And when a person has an unteachable heart, they resist personal growth. They're unwilling to adapt, take criticism, constructive criticism. And this leads to stagnation in marriage. Yes. We, we always need to be learning learning uh, personally, learning spiritually, and learning as a couple. I think spiritually as a couple, spiritually individually, uh, because I think ultimately this is a spiritual issue. Mm. It is. It really is. Uh, Pride leads to a fall. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when we, when we have, when we struggle with taking criticism, we're basically saying we've already reached it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Increased conflict is a result of unteachable spirit in marriage. Mm -hmm. Because if a person's not listening and there's interruptions and they already know it all and there's no, and this is with God too, this, you have an increased conflict. You have people becoming defensive. You have contempt. You have, um, you know, uh, ad hominems and name calling, you have uh, stonewalling, and this produces uh, a lot of resentment and tension. It really does. I mean, there's a point where you have to be willing to be vulnerable with each other 
so your relationship will grow and so you mm-hmm. can be closer and so you can be closer to God. But if you're always wanting to be right or you're always having that pride, there is no vulnerability. And I think at the times when we're vulnerable is really when the times where we can definitely grow mm-hmm. in our love and in our marriage with each other. That's right. That's exactly right. Emotional distance is a consequence of unteachable heart. True. The lack of willingness to learn and grow can lead to emotional distance between spouses and over time can result in feelings, of isolation, loneliness within marriage. Right. Um, yeah. We kind of talked about that last time, emotional um, distance, but I, I think you have to stay in contact and connecting with your spouse in every area, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Right. And, and as you say, no one wants to be around and know it all. Mm-hmm. So if you're both growing in knowledge, it won't be that way. That's right. Uh, that's good. Frustration and resentment. Your, your spouse with an unteachable heart may frustrate their spouse, leading to resentment. And the spouse may feel unsupported, unheard, unvalued in the relationship, which can erode the foundation of trust and love. And so that's a, that's a destructive. It's, it's kind of like a cancer. In the marriage. And that's where Satan jumps right in and creates that division to be even larger Mm -hmm. than it was when it first started. And he'll use this unteachable heart, as we mentioned last time, to isolate. Yes. And as you isolate, you drift away. Right. Difficulty problem solving in marriage Mm -hmm. uh, often involves challenges, problem solving as a team. Right. And an unteachable heart makes this difficult to address issues constructively. Yes. Yeah. Because there's also a resistance to compromise or change. And marriage is all about compromise. You yeah. have to compromise with each other. Hell will freeze over before I, you know, agree to that. And yeah, it may. <laughs> it may. And it may cost you your marriage. Right. Yeah. True, true. Increased risk of separation and divorce. This is the... The, wor- the worst case scenario as a symptoms or consequences of an unteachable heart. Mm. Uh, because what happens is it deteriorates the marriage, the, the fabric. Uh, because if you have an unteachable heart, you're obviously not where you need to be a Christ. Right. And your relationship with your wife, you know, becomes more fragile or your husband. Mm-hmm. And basically erodes the marriage. And it destroys the marriage. Yeah. So I think when you see this, really trying to address these issues before before it even takes place. Mm, so important. You know, Ruth Bell Graham said, a happy marriage is the union of two good forgivers. <laughs> Why is this true? Because forgiveness means we give up the right to punish the other person. In in a marriage relationship, there are plenty of things either committed or omitted where you're going to have to give up the right to punish the other person. And bitterness does not create oneness. Oh, that's good. That's really good. And I think when you when you humble yourselves to that and you stop punishing your spouse, Mm -hmm. which is really self-destructing yourself at, at the same time. Yeah. Your marriage is able to succeed and grow. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So important. And we need to make sure that we do these things, that we have those conversations, that we get rid of pride, that we are teachable separately and together. And we don't let anything divide us. You know, this world Mm -hmm. is so scary as it is. We need to be each other's best friend, each other's comfort, each other's safe place. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if we are not doing the things that, that you said, then it's just going to destroy us. And we don't want that to happen. And maybe you guys are struggling in this, but God can take your mess, turn to a message for his glory for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye.